Hi, everybody, and thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen in on our Hilco Global Smarter Perspective podcasts. As return listeners know, I'm your host, Steve Katz. And if this is your first time with us, well, welcome. We're really glad you could tune in. We've got a great discussion for you today. We're going to be talking about the Class 8 trucking market, what's been going on with used asset valuations there, and what we're likely to see for the balance of the year. And with us for that conversation is Brian Corsier, Senior Vice President at Hilco Valuation Services. Brian, welcome back. Great to be on again, Steve. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're always always happy to have you on. And uh, this is kind of a quick midstream check-in just to bring listeners up to speed on a couple key developments that you and the team uh, said that you're observing right now. So uh, as we were discussing before the podcast, Class 8 trucking is still trading above pre-pandemic levels, but I guess that's not the full story. So what can you tell us about the current trend? Yeah, Steve, thanks. Uh, you're absolutely right. As we approach the midpoint of the second quarter, used classic trucking is still trading above pre-pandemic levels, as you mentioned. And you can see this really at all transactional levels within the space, whether it be retail, wholesale, or auction. But what's easiest to follow is really the public offerings or the or the public data, which is primarily in the auction space. And it's a clear indicator, really, of how far the market still has to go in terms of post-pandemic downward corrections. Uh, we're finding that a lot of our clients are experiencing a little bit of sticker shock when it comes to adjusted values and fleet appraisals compared to the same fleets that were valued six to 12 months ago. So our clients in the ABL lender space in particular, we've been having some difficult conversations with them. And a lot of that is centered around the negative value adjustments that we're seeing in our appraisals relative to you know what we were valuing the same fleet those six to twelve months ago. Pandemic pricing really created a challenging environment um, because we knew this was going to happen with those really premium values occurring, uh, and I wouldn't so much call it a bubble but it was something that we could really see occurring in the space and we knew it was unsustainable. But that didn't stop us from having a requirement to provide appraisals and market valuation. We just knew that it wasn't going to be a long-term premium value environment um, following the pandemic. And so what we're now grappling with is adjusted values going into 2023. So what we're really advising our clients of is that it's unrealistic to expect further cyclical appreciation of value in truck and trailer fleets. We just can't realistically expect there to be an appreciation of value in that multi-year cycle. Yeah, it makes sense. And I know, as you said, you guys saw this coming. And I remember in our last discussion, you referenced the significance of the correction that had already begun late last year. So I guess what I'm wondering is, um, maybe there's a, a tangible example you can point to that illustrates what's happening with valuations right now, just to kind of drive it home for listeners. Sure. Yeah. Anecdotally, um, we can speak about the International Pro Stars. Um, 2016 model International Pro Stars, for example, were wholesaling and auctioning at the beginning of 2020, somewhere in the mid 20,000s uh, range up until the low 30,000s. And what we're seeing in the market, at least in the public auction spaces here, you know, at the end of Q1 and beginning of Q2 in 2023, 
are those same assets, the 2015 Pro Stars, selling anywhere from $10,000 to $30,000, depending on the spec, the condition, the mileage. And if you really take a step back and think about that, those 2016 year models are selling for the same price in a lot of scenarios that they were three years ago. However, what we're seeing is those units have, are of course, three years older, have additional mileage and additional wear on them. So if you really think about it closely, that is a massive sort of key indication that we're nowhere near the bottom of the correction. The most dramatic corrections have occurred, but we're still a long way from that fully sort of working itself out. Yeah, that, that's a perfect example. And and I would think that that's something that we're going to be seeing more and more of, right, in, in terms of what's hitting, hitting the market right now. These high mileage vehicles that were maybe overworked and under-maintained during the pandemic, and then, you know, the, the shortage of new truck availability on top of that. Is that right? Yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, and I think buyers in particular are becoming more savvy. Not that they weren't savvy prior, but I think they're paying more attention, I should say, to the finite details of each unit within a fleet. So high mileage and poorly maintained vehicles, um, that's going to have an impact on value. Uh, and also, you know, when there are falling truck values, that typically hits the auction first. And it's, and it's most dramatically felt in that space. Um, when it comes to wholesale and retail values, those are sort of on a trailing basis and they're, they're a little bit less dramatic, but they still nevertheless occur in those areas as well. Um, we very regularly on a daily basis monitor auction sales and, you know, month to month pricing is really the most real time indicator of a tangible market trend because that's where you really see enough volume in transactions to really track something and know that it's a market trend. Yeah, interesting. I know you guys are all over the auctions. So, I mean, that is super current information that you're bringing uh, our listeners right now, which is great. And with all of these factors in mind, how do you suggest that fleet operators and um, lenders with exposure in the space think about and approach the next several months? You know, I think that there needs to be sort of a little bit of a reset and there's some honesty that and and real conversations that occur there and recognize that the year over year change that's occurred from 22 to 23 was very dramatic. And that was something that was predictable and that was predicted. Um, continued correction should be expected through the year. We just know it's not going to be as dramatic or we believe it's not going to be as dramatic as the declines that we saw in late Q3 and Q4 of 2022. Um, this doesn't diminish the fact that trucking is still very much the backbone of domestic logistics. And so it's a core industry that to a certain degree is very stable and truck production continues to ramp back up and new units are more expensive than ever. And that means used units are still going to be in great demand with constrained credit environments and sometimes a lack of buying power when it comes to those new units. But smart buyers are going to be looking for lower mileage, better maintained used truck. As pricing adjustments continue in the used market, understanding the utilization of specific fleets and how they're maintained can place individual carriers above or below industry trends. So 
when it comes to a lending perspective, you really need to know who your operator is and who your customer is and whether they're maintaining their fleet really well and they're doing the routine maintenance that's required. And also you need to become familiar with the industry that they work within and know whether it's a little bit kinder to the fleet or if it's really going to beat them up by whatever operations they're performing. All right. Well, once again, uh, knowledge is key, understanding the market, understanding um, the assets uh, and the operators is always critical. So Brian, thanks again for your insights. And if listeners want to reach out to you to discuss uh, their specific situation or challenges they might be experiencing in regard to fleet assets and used class eight valuations, how should they get in touch? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Steve. Um, I'm always happy to share what our thoughts are and our experiences in the space. You can always reach me by email or phone. My email is B as in boy, B-O-U-R-B-I-E-R at hilcoglobal.com. Or you can always reach out by phone, 720-636-5123. All right. Perfect. Thanks again, Brian. And listeners, as always, we hope that this Smarter Perspective podcast provided you with at least one key takeaway that you can put to good use in your business or share with a colleague or client to help make them that much more successful moving forward. And remember that you can check out more great podcasts and articles featuring timely insights from Hilco experts at hilcoglobal.com forward slash smarter dash perspectives. So until next time for Hilco Global, I'm Steve Katz.